0: Have this be something that people can do and we decided to call it uh the guided habit builder because we aren't one of my limiting beliefs before was that i need other people to show me or i don't have enough information but really everything in our world and that's external is just a guide to help us better understand ourselves
1: welcome to the phase four podcast inspired by vision lakiani and ajit nawalka co-founders of evercoach a division of Vine valley In this podcast, we speak to coaches and creatives about where they were, where they are, and where they are going. This is the intersection of what we focus on expands, and your story is your superpower. My guest today is Carly. She is a confidence and habit development coach and the co-owner of Pitch Black Beacon. Today, we're going to talk about her work, her book, her podcast, and her upcoming course. And Carly, welcome to the podcast.
0: Well, thank you for having me, JP. This is very exciting.
1: Yeah, I'm excited too. A lot of things you're doing are like right to my heart, the same ideas, so this should be fun. And I always kind of like to start with how did you end up here and how did you get into this line of work?
0: Uh, I ended up here because I felt like at a very young age, like I was called to have this big impact on people. And I realized through like people pleasing and all this anxious behavior that I had for years and years and years that I kept trying to like force this impact on others and to try to be impressive and overcompensating. And I was so concerned with my external environment until it was introduced to me the idea that like, what I actually have to do is have a big impact with myself on myself and to discover who I truly am and not how I want to be showing up in the world. And when I finally embrace who I truly am, then I will just organically show up in the world in a way that will ebb and flow and, you know, have this ripple effect into people's lives. And I've always had people in my life who have had that effect on me. And I, I just remember being like, but like, what did you do? And I thought it was the script of like, do step A, step B, step C, you know, and then have that be the formula. And I was always like looking for this, this clear cut answer of what I could be doing externally. And uh, to find out that I actually had to do the work internally and to discover myself and to release my external um, was very, very challenging. It was a very emotional process. But once I started doing that, I fell in love with that process and I fell in love with who I was discovering and how I started showing up for people. And then the new people that started showing up in my life based on what I was attracting because of how I was changing myself. And once I realized that what we have in our external environment is a reflection of how we feel about ourselves and that that can actually change and shift, I started noticing very rapidly changes in my life, in my personal relationships, in my, how I was showing up in my home, how I was dressing, how I was doing self-care the jobs I was taking, all these things. And even how I was showing up as a mom, everything started changing so very quickly. And again, it was like I was falling in love with that process and it was scary because it was unfamiliar and I had never experienced it before to have this like self-confidence and self-love. And so my colleague and I decided to to create a book to like help guide people to understand that process that's intimidating and be like, hey, these are the steps that you can learn to discover yourself and have reassurance along the way that, like, this is normal, you
1: know? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's definitely an inside job. And I, I was the same. I was always looking outside. What should I do? Where am I supposed to go? And Wayne Dyer tells this story. I'm sure I've told it before on here, but he's outside uh, his house looking for his uh, his keys under the streetlight. And all the neighbors come over and they're like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm looking for my keys. And they're like, where did you lose them? And he's like, inside the house. And they're like, yep. well, what are you doing out there? What are you
0: doing out here? Yeah.
1: Right. So it's an inside job. And reflection is the right word. There's mirror reflection. It is whatever we're feeling and seeing and the, the thoughts that we're having, that will be reflected externally. And um, there's a beautiful quote by um John Milton from Paradise Lost. And he talks about like how the mind in of itself can make a heaven of hell or a hell of heaven. And it's all dependent on what we think. So I'm glad you did that work. And um, I know from my own experience, but I wonder what you feel. Is it kind of addictive that work?
0: It is. I wouldn't say addictive because I feel like people have a very negative connotation around addictive. I would say it's inspiring and uplifting and very fulfilling um, because we talk about like unlocking your your truest potential. And so when you unlock a little bit of that potential, you're just so motivated to gain the discipline to like learn what the next level of potential and the next level of potential and to realize that we have this unlimited potential within us to just keep, just to have those layers keep coming up and to have our light shine brighter. Um, my colleague and I, his is Joshua, we talk a lot about uh, how the external world from our childhood on, whether it was developmental experiences we've had, limiting beliefs that we develop based on our perception of experiencing the world, those are all dimmers and that we came into the world as like a pure light. And then the external world's put these dimmers on. So being able to identify, recognize those dimmers, once you recognize one and you start removing it, you want to, you are, oh, well, where's the dimmer somewhere else? Where's the dimmer somewhere else? So it's, I would say, not as much as addicting as it is motivating and inspiring, but yes, for lack of a better word of
1: thinking. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I love what you said there. I do, at the end of every month, I do this thing called a burning ceremony. And it's just like a letter of intention. Like where yeah. I came, where I did, what I wanted to do. Did I do it? Where did I fall? Where did I not get it? And then going forward the next one. So that's part of doing the work is like that there's mm-hmm. the next level. And like, okay, the next level is really as far as you can dream. So what do you want yeah. to do? But writing it down helps get it there. And I Yeah, I went to this conference a couple weeks ago, and I'm not sure if I heard anyone ever say it the way this guy said it, but he's saying like that people manifest, but then they give up. And so this is going to end up going towards your book because I yeah. know the 30, 30 day thing, but people mm-hmm. manifest and then they like kind of give up when it doesn't happen like the next day or the next mm-hmm. week. And But really, it's like it took you time to get where you are. And oh, it's going to yes. take time to go to the next place. And his point was that if you want this big magical life, you can have it. But the universe is going to need to take a minute to organize people and movement Mm -hmm. in your life so that you can get there. So you can't just go straight there. And part of that beauty is the process of getting there. And
0: Yeah. It's on the journey and the companionship on the journey, right?
1: Yeah, 100%. And just the little wins that you get showing up every day. But that kind of segues to your book. So maybe can we talk about your book? How did it come about and why did you write it and what does it look like?
0: Yeah. Um, well, it is called The Guided Habit Builder. Um, I actually have it right here because I think you said you're going to do video for this. So it's very exciting. It's The Guided Habit Builder, Pitch Black Beacon, a 30-day challenge. And the book, was well, it came about because my friend and I Um, about a year and a half ago, we're in these new phases of our life where we both, we had met because the universe had brought us together and for a purpose. And we knew we had this purpose and we spent the first several months getting to learn about each other, uh, helping each other grow. Hey, you have this information from your life experiences that, that taught me this, let me share it with you and vice versa. And we very much had um, different experiences that were very much yin and yang, right? And so where I was really good in one section, he was very good in another section. And with our with our powers combined, we decided to to make this book. And I, I've been trying to remember like that moment where we're like, let's make a book. Um, we had started our podcast and we were like, where is this going? Where is this going? And it's like, why don't we make a book and have this be something that people can do? And we decided to call it uh, The Guided Habit Builder because we aren't one of my limiting beliefs before was that I need other people to show me or I don't have enough information. But really, everything in our world and that's external is just a guide to help us better understand ourselves. And so, we decided to name it the Guided Habit Builder because at our core of everything is a reflection of the habits that we formed that develop into behaviors that develop into our personality traits, right? And so, if there's something in our personality and our behaviors we don't like, the best way to to start something new is to develop a habit and that consistency will become a behavior and that consistency will become a personality trait. And so it helps people ask them and gain awareness of, okay, up until now, you know, maybe it's for people who have felt stuck or or feel like, I just want more, but I don't know how to get it. I don't know what I don't know. Right. And him and I were very much at we don't know what we don't know. And so we started doing research and we decided to make the Four foundational components, which starts with the hierarchy of needs. Because if your hierarchy of needs, if the base level of your hierarchy of needs aren't being met, you can want love and belonging and self-esteem, but you're not going to get there. You're going to keep the universe is going to keep bumping you back to the beginning to get that that base foundation really laid solid. And so helping people understand what uh, what needs have gone unmet and where can they find that for themselves, and also going into different attachment styles was such a huge part of it because once you understand what your attachment style is to your behaviors, then it's going to gain you awareness to catch yourself. Ooh, I'm doing that thing again. Now I'm aware that that's coming from an insecure space and I want to transmute that into a secure space. I have this here. I have this here. This is how I bridge the gap. And then moving on to levels of conscious awareness, because for a long time, I was in this victim mindset in life, and I didn't realize that that was like the lowest level of conscious awareness. And once I started to come out of that and gain that awareness and realize what the next level was, what the next step was, like we were talking about, what's the next potential I can activate, it I felt so empowering because it's like, oh, I don't have to be a victim. Oh, the world isn't happening at me and to me. Like I actually have control in these things that happen and how I perceive them, and it was so liberating. And so. Um, We definitely decided to throw the levels of conscious awareness in there, followed by core values to give you structure and like that standard that you want to set for yourself. And so we take you through this guide for 30 days to start at what do you want to change? Going through all the limiting beliefs, helping you recognize it as a chiropractor. Like we even talk about how you feel it in your body, releasing it in your body and moving forward to making it a foundational habit as a starting point. And then, you know, that that's not the end. 30 days isn't the end. You didn't just do it. Huzzah, you're done. But it's actually the beginning of an amazing journey for yourself. So it's a a wonderful thing. When I was editing it, (laughs) JP, I probably cried and had so many releases while I kept going through the book and re-editing it because new things would surface for me. And I was like, yep, we make a lot of good points in here. Um, and it was so healing. It was so very healing. So I know it's going to be healing for others because it's been so healing for for both of us in creating the book in the first place.
1: Wow, that's amazing. There's so much in there.
0: It's so much and it's so exciting. And we can only put so much in word format. And so as wonderful as the book is, we definitely love it. That's why we decided to create an add a course to go along with it, which is just us expanding on it explaining it helping you understand it in deeper ways and with everybody being different types of learners that way if somebody doesn't understand how the question is but they hear us explaining it that might transmute in their brain differently and be like oh i understand that now i know how to answer that question for myself
1: yeah that's beautiful so you have like different learners auditory kinesthetic is that what you're talking about
0: yep auditory kinesthetic um uh visual learners
1: right So one thing you said back there was about the um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And like, Mm -hmm. so there's a part where people are at the bottom. And when you're at that bottom part, you can't even see, like, there's no chance. I was there before. And I remember people Mm -hmm. talking about law of attraction or things will get better. Yeah. I'm like, buddy, I'm just trying to get a roof over my head. And like, Mm -hmm. so you're not, you're not even aware. But once you do start moving up those levels, that self-actualization, it's just like so amazing yeah it's really like what do you want to create you have one life yeah. and like what do you want it to look like and yeah maybe it's not gonna happen tomorrow but you can start there and go um further and so you, you used to be a chiropractor
0: uh well once a chiropractor always chiropractor right <laughs>
1: but yeah right okay, right so yeah. I, I have a question about that if that's okay yeah. i'm kind of wondering like what what kind of connections would you see maybe between sitting like i know Okay. The reason I'm asking this is like the last couple of months, I've been sitting a lot more and I noticed my health declining. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, go ahead.
0: Well, it could be something as simple as the fact that we often sit on hard surfaces or slouch and that when our body is sitting in a position where we're cutting off blood supply and all that kind of stuff, that lowest bone in the base of our spine is called the sacrum. And it is as important as the bones on the top of our head too, right? Like every type of chiropractor has different philosophies, but if you have a lot of tension pulling from the bottom and you have a lot of tension pulling from the top, everything else in the middle is going to get stressed out. And our brain communicates through our body, through our nervous system, right? And so it's very, very important. And so if we're sitting and that sacrum isn't being supported properly and it's slouched or it's cramped or it's this or that, or you're crossing your legs. You're putting strain on that and when you put strain on that it's going to impact your whole spine and then things like your you know uh your t5 which is like the upper middle back for women it's like that bra strap area you know like that goes to like the pancreas and the gastric region the t5 t67 and so and the liver and like that's our part of our immune function right is our liver and being able to function properly and so when you have strain on those areas your body your brain's not going to be able to connect to your organs and send signals optimally the way they can. So when, you know, you're fully aligned, you're up and moving, you've got good flexibility, you've got strength and integrity in your bones and joints, like you're going to have optimal neurological flow when you're aligned and adjusted and and being able to function. And when you're sitting all the time, you're creating that strain, you're creating that stagnancy, you might be only getting 80% signal, right? And so then because your health
1: is going to
0: not be as optimal because it's not getting the proper input
1: hundred percent. Thank you. And so one more question with chiropractic and one we'll more yeah. away. From yeah. Like what what role does it's breathing important. Play? it is? So with all that you just said, what role does breathing play in terms of that same energy and separation from that sitting position or the sed- sedentary lifestyle?
0: Right. Well, in the sedentary lifestyle, too, you know, I'm going to I'm going to expand on this just a little bit, because when you're sitting, you know, and your legs are at that that 90 degrees with your spine, assuming you're not sitting slouched. In a gamer chair with your knees up in your chest you know um there's a lot of lymphatic flow in the lower part of our body in that pelvic region of our body and so when our when we're sitting a lot and that's all cramped we're not getting proper lymphatic flow which is uh, the way that our body sends immune signals to areas that it's needed and also rid the toxins out of our body and so we create stagnancy in our lymphatic regions and that is going to create like toxin buildup and help you know and suppress your immune system and so breathing's so important because as we're sitting you know we should have our shoulders back we should have our chest out we should you know be breathing and expanding not only into our diaphragm you know because we hear a lot we'll breathe deep belly breasts, deep belly breath, but people forget that up at the top of their their neck here you can breathe into your lungs all the way up here right your apex of your lungs comes all the way up here so Breathing into the apex of your lungs, breathing down into your diaphragm, expanding that is going to create oxygen. And deep breaths is one of the best ways that you can naturally alkaline your body. And everybody's always talking about, oh, too much acid, too much acid. Everything has to be alkaline. Well, deep intentional breathing can alkaline your body, can increase oxygen flow, can release good hormones, all those kind of things. But more importantly with sitting, if we're sitting all the time, Your pelvic floor and your breath from your diaphragm being expanded on are supposed to like ebb and flow together right and if you're sitting you're not able to ebb and flow in your pelvic floor the way you're supposed to and then people are going to get things like constipation and inflammation in their digestive tract and not realize it's because of their posture or lack of breathing or lymphatic buildup and all those kind of things and then people are so quick to look at outside of them what they can do to help themselves but really with chiropractic, we always say the power that made the body can heal the body and that it's above, down, inside, out. And so you start working above with your brain, with your mindset, down into your body. If you tell yourself, oh, I'm sick. Oh, my body's, you know, hurts," or I have this or I have that. Your brain is telling your body you have that. Your body's going to follow suit. If you start telling your body, hey, I'm actually good. I'm actually healing. My body's actually doing what it was meant to do this is actually a good thing. I'm actually proud of my body. Like a lot of us get frustrated with our bodies and this is actually going to tie into the guided habit builder perfectly because we get frustrated with our bodies when, um, when it's sick or when it's doing something that we, we claim to be wrong. Right. Like I had, when I was going through this process of healing, um, before like months and months and months before, uh, we started deciding to do the guided habit builder, I actually broke out in rashes and it was like, and I was like, if I was, not who I am, I would look at these rashes and be like, oh, I need something to make these go away. This is bad. Right. But really, I knew that I was coming out of a cortisol addiction. Right. Because I was addicted to stress at that time in my life and I was constantly seeking it out. And then I had made the conscious choice based on my level of conscious awareness to stop being addicted to stress. And when I did, my body started creating these rashes to get the excess cortisol that I was no longer using out of my body. Right. And so that was so interesting. So I looked at it and I told my body, you were doing what you were meant to do. And I love you and thank you for that. And with the Guided Habit Builder, we talk about all the time in it as well, that it's everything starts with a thought. Right. And we talk about this in our podcast. Everything starts with a thought. So what we tell ourselves will become our reality. And if we if we tell ourselves negativity and shame, which we're very much conditioned to do with our marketing and culture and how we are as Americans here in America. I don't know what Canada's like. Um, but you know, that's it's always so negative. Like you're not enough. You, you need more. You're, you, you don't trust that your body can do what it needs to do. And really we need to start changing that cycle back to no. you can empower yourself. You can help your body heal. Your body actually knows what it wants. And that's the level of law of attraction too. If you've ever had those moments where you're like, I don't know why I was at the store and I picked this up today, but I did it's because your body needed it. Right. And then you start having it because your body naturally is trying to draw you to what it wants. And that's including healing. But there's that story of the starving wolf and the the healthy wolf, right? And one's going to bite your hand off and always come back for more. And the other one's going to be satisfied and grow and, and learn to take care of itself. And it, which wolf are you going to feed, right? I might not have gotten that analogy right, but you get the gist of it. And so, you know, ignoring all the negativity that's always so loud and barking at us, and being willing to feed the the silence that's under all the chaos that is actually trying to guide us with our intuition and is you know and is our higher power trying to talk to us and and lead us into our higher calling is it's so rewarding really can be life-changing
1: yeah that's awesome i love the analogies too um and then the before that the other exchange was almost like when you were talking about how to build habits and thoughts and emotions and developing it Mm-hmm. And then this is the identity. So like you first, I think, wh- who do you want to be, right? So like I, I'm a, a runner now. I never used mm-hmm. to be a runner. And so I wanted to be a runner. And then the habits are, okay, you need to practice running and mm-hmm. hydration and rest and stretching. and mm-hmm. But all those habits become the identity that I'm going for. So that's mm-hmm. I'm sure that's right inside your book and your course. Yeah, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, there's this part that we talk about where, because a lot of times we know what we want, but we don't know how to get there. So if you know the steps, there's a section where it's like, if you know the steps, write them out, follow them, hold accountability for creating those steps. If you don't know, where is it that you want to go? What comes right before that? What comes right before that? What comes right before that? that? Until you figure out, this is my starting point, right? And helping people understand how to reverse engineer those goals. Because when you went out and started running, you know sometimes we think it's something simple like, I just need shoes. I need to get running. But there's proper sleep, proper nutrition, proper stretching, you know, proper workouts to strengthen muscles, all those kind of things.
1: Right. And same even like writing, because I know a lot of coaches like to write. And so writing's mm-hmm. the same idea, right? So practice your writing. You want to write a book. Maybe that's too far ahead of you where you're at, but mm-hmm. that's OK. Write emails when somebody sends you. Get, that's your chance. Like, yeah, practice. All is opportunities, right? Social mm-hmm. media posts craft it and and build it and it's just about becoming i guess i'm looking at atomic habits the book here by james oh
0: that's such a good book well and the important thing too about habits uh jp too is recognizing that like our past our past present and future timeline like our bodies live in a limited time frame right but our soul is outside of time right and so all these experiences are happening at the same time and we can Utilize all of those different versions of ourselves in our present moment if we choose to. And so, you know, when you're like, oh, I don't know how to write, like maybe write an email. Also, give yourself credit where credit's due. Think about the time where you wrote an email and it turned out great for yourself. Think and, you know, and go back into building like, hey, and recognizing for yourself, I've actually already done this successfully several different ways. I just haven't done it in a way that looks like this before. But if I just take those skill sets and apply it here, I've already become a success and I can build off of that to become more successful in this area that I'm ex- I wanting to continue to expand and activate on. And going back to the hierarchy of needs too, you know, it's important to realize that um, you know, there's been definitely parts of my life where it's like okay, I've very much recognized that um, a place of living needs to be stable and you know, there's different times when I was moving a lot where I was like, oh, this feels very, very unstable. And I finally got to a place where that was stable. I'm like, okay, this isn't something I have to worry about anymore. I can start building on the other hierarchy of needs. Well, one part of, because we're complex beings, we're, we're spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, financial, right? And so, yes, in one section of who I am, that foundation was laid very, very strongly. And then I was shocked, JP, when a different part of me, while I'm building that up, building my self-esteem, building my love and belonging, That a different part of me showed up and was like, actually, I'm still at the base over here and I need you to come back and take care of me too. And because that one version of me had gained self-security, love, belonging, self-esteem, I was able to hold space for myself for that other version of me that needed to. Now you can have the time, the space to build this foundation. And so the guided habit builder. Is so great because, you know, it's not just going you you don't have to do it just once. You can do it multiple times for anything. And it's okay that you're feeling, you know, self-actualization and and high in the period here and still have parts of you that are healing and growing and developing. It's gonna be a constant process because again, all timelines at once. And the more we work and the more we expand and the more we let go of those dimmers and let our light shine, you know, eventually there will be no dimmers and It'll just be our light shining bright and everything will be aligned, but it's a process. And with chiropractic, we talk about, you know, your body just doesn't become sick overnight. There was a lot of things that led up to this moment, you know, whether it's the signals in your body being deficient because of how you sit, whether it was your nutrition, that stressful night where you didn't sleep properly, all those things led up to, you know, six weeks from now when your body decided to... And I I don't like to say get sick, but express health because it's doing what it does best on an amplified level to help remove whatever is ailing you in that time, what's causing dis-ease in your body. And so it didn't just happen overnight. And so just like these bad habits and these dimmers, they didn't, like you said before, they didn't just come up overnight and like, so let's just remove them. It's going to be a process of learning, healing, rebuilding, re-nurturizing, reaffirming, and letting it be strong and built up. And just like working out. It's not something that's one and done. You get the physique. You're super satisfied. You never have to do it again. You just get to maintain it and expand on it in a
1: beautiful way. Brilliant. That's so well said. So as we begin to wind down, if this episode yeah. resonates with you, please like, subscribe, share, follow. Uh, no hard sell. Feel, Leave a review if you feel like it. And reach out to Carly. She's got the book, the course, the podcast, which we'll probably go into a little bit now. But mm-hmm. before that, I always ask people, this is a phase four podcast and phase four of the six phase by Vishen Lakhiani is all about creating your future three years out. So where is Carly three years from today?
0: Ooh, where is Carly three years from today is a great question. Um, I personally, I would. I can feel it. <laughs> I don't know how to articulate it, um, but I have the the house and the property that I want, like working external in. You know, I have the house and the property I want. My kids have their needs met. We're having these opportunities to help them learn and develop with themselves. Um, I'm doing speaking engagements. I'm, you know, coaching has been great. Courses have been made. Ripple effects have been there. Following has been created um, to because because of, again, not what we do, but how, what we do. And when people engage in that, how it makes them feel, you know, just like loving yourself. Uh, you know, you can't have somebody outside of you love you so much that you just suddenly love yourself, right? Like you have to learn to love yourself in such a space and other people around you might inspire you and guide you in a way to learn to love yourself. And then you love who you are when you're around them, right? And so that's what we want for our followers is to learn to fall in love with themselves, learn to have that self-esteem, that self-worth, that self-actualization where they Find value in what we do, not because of what we do, but because of how it makes them feel and how it impacts their life for the better. And so, you know, to have people who we've been able to impact and inspire, and is going to be so satisfying, going to be so very rewarding. Um, and then for me, myself, I am living blissfully in peace, in a state of peace, in a state of ebb and flow, in a state of you know, <laughs> we'll see what comes next, you know, and uh, and just being open to whatever those opportunities are, because the more um, the more I've learned to let go, uh, the better, and things have been, and they're even greater than I could have possibly imagined. So that's my simplistic. Three years from now, that's where I see myself, um, which is more based off of feeling. But we'll we'll see how it goes.
1: Yeah, that's good. I. I would rather go off feeling most of the time anyway, because then when you start thinking too much, then it can get really messy. Well,
0: cause the <laughs> external details don't, you know, at the end of the day, they don't really matter.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely, like i planned it out. And um, maybe the reason I asked that question to everyone is because I did this exercise maybe 2019 and it was like, mm-hmm. sit down, write down what you want in three years. And it was um, three categories. It was contributions, personal mm-hmm. growth, Mm -hmm. um and um like what do you want to experience places you want to go or feelings you want to have or states of being and so Mm -hmm. I did this exercise and I was close to the bottom rung of that ladder at the time and so all the things came true but way better than I could have imagined and so maybe because I was at the bottom rung of that ladder I wasn't dreaming big enough but It also goes to your point about the 30 day thing where you don't just do it once. You can come back next year and do it again because you're a different person then. Yeah. And somehow your wants, needs, desires, and everything like that changes. So, um, yeah.
0: Well, and I, you know what? You made such a good point too, JP, which we actually talked about in our podcast. I don't remember which episode, but it was in one of the early episodes where we talked about the uh, when you write something down, when you make a plan, you are writing it out which is a physical action you're seeing it with your eyes you read it aloud to yourself now you're hearing it and you originally thought the thought in the beginning you're utilizing all of your senses and so in one of the episodes I think we we do this like a little bit of a guide where it's like okay write the thing out take a deep breath in visualize what that looks like in your brain And then and take that deep breath and and bring it all the way down to your chest, to your fingers, to your toes, you know, all this stuff. And so then your body has this association when when I think of like, for example, you know, I want to have like lots of acres and property. So for, for tangible examples, like, oh, okay. so when I think about having, you know, a couple of acres worth of land and I take that deep breath and I breathe it in, now my body has the sensation that it's already happening right? That it's physically a part of who I am. And then that helps create that gap to be even closer because your body's like, oh no, this is already happening. We're just, we're just closing the gap now. And, and that's so empowering with our goals because if we just say it, that's good, but then we didn't see it physically touch it, you know, imprint it into our body. And so being able to recode ourselves and imprint and you can do that with uh removing a limiting belief creating goal creating a standard creating a desire whatever you're trying to manifest because at the beginning of the episode you said you know people manifest and they get disappointed when it's not the next day because we're conditioned to have instant gratification and very little self-discipline and or accountability and following through and to be able to develop that you know in having utilizing stuff like writing out goals imprinting them into our body and recoding them can be so beneficial because then our body is like, oh, I am doing something. Even if I'm not seeing the results, it's working towards that. And that brings comfort and peace and decreases anxiety in our body and gives us reassurance.
1: 100%. One quick one about the marathon. I learned things yeah. that are applicable to life, but one of them was slowing down to speed up. And then the reason mm-hmm. is like mm-hmm. this. Once a week, you do all different kinds of training, but once a week you do something called a long run. So let's say you do... um kilometers. I don't know miles. Uh, Oh, you're fine. Yeah. Kilometers. Yeah. 18 kilometers. Then the next week, 21, then 24. And then you take a break the following week. You don't do anything. Mm -hmm. Then when you come back, you do 27, 30, 33. But the idea there is that you're letting your body kind of rest and repair, but you're, you're slowing down intentionally. What it does, it makes you speed up later. So you have that goal that you're talking about, but if you just keep going towards the goal and you don't see any progress, it's really easy to stop what you're doing because you don't mm-hmm. see the progress. But by doing this 18, 21, 24, um, and then especially that week off to like, yep. kind of let your body bring it in and rest, <laughs> but also download everything you've done. Then when you go back to do the next level, it's like, wow. And so uh, I'm not sure if I'm articulating right, but it's almost like you get this little reward on the way to your ultimate goal. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, and you know what? I love that you made that point so much because rest is something that for a long time was one of my limiting beliefs that it was unproductive. If I'm resting, if I'm taking time to sleep, I'd be like, I could be up doing something. And then that feeling of I should be physically, actively doing something would create burnout, which would prevent me from getting to my goal quicker than if I had just rested. And so actually in the guy at Habit Builder, every seven days, we built in a day of rest For people, because it's like you are going to be emotionally exhausted. Your body is going to be, your brain is rewiring and your brain creates a lot of energy when it's rewiring healthy habits. It is essential for you to rest. And at any point, you know, if this 30 day challenge takes you 36 days because you took the rest days to do it in 36 days instead of having to redo it in 60 because you didn't let yourself rest, that's okay. It's your pace, it's your process because. That rest is so important, and just like in chiropractic, we talk about muscles repairing, right? Like you need to be able to be strong and contract, but you also have to be able to relax. Because if you stay in a state of contraction, you're going to fatigue, and you're and you're going to burn out, and you're going to have to rebuild and repair. It costs us nothing to relax, you know, and to repair, and it actually gives us so much. So I love that you that you brought that in.
1: Yeah, Thank you. I used to be the same. I used to be like, just go, 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 go. And you can rest sleep when you're dead. That was the motto, but no, mm-hmm. we need sleep now. So we yeah. have about five minutes left. Yeah. So I'm going to kind of let you guys take it wherever, but um, maybe if we can expand a little on your podcast or also just um, drill down in detail more on your actual, just coaching or, and, or the, the workshop. When is it? What yeah. look like? And take it wherever you want.
0: Yeah. Well, and with pitch black, begin. um, like I said, my my colleague and I Joshua, he's my co-founder. when we decided to make it, um, you know, it started out as a podcast and we really didn't know what we were doing with it. and then in, and then as we were doing the podcast, we activated creating a book and then we activated creating a course and now we're activating um you know, becoming coaches as well. I've been coaching for a while um, and he's been getting a lot of training over the last year as well into becoming his own coach and stuff. And so I'm just really excited because you know right now, On our website, we have, you know, merchandise, um, but we have The guided Habit Builder. Like I said, Wednesday, um, December 6, 2023, uh, the course is going to be available to go along with it. It will have it bundled with the book, which will be really nice. And after that, um, the projects, we we will have one-on-one coaching available as well as group coaching that we'll be creating for the beginning of the year. Uh, which will be so fun to, And some of that's going to be just being moral support for people who want additional help during the 30 days because it's a big thing to, to, to commit to yourself to change your life, right? And you don't, like I said before, you don't know what you don't know. And when I've utilized group coaching or individual coaching to just help guide me in that process and all the things that are surfacing and realizing a lot of the things I was choosing to give energy to were not things that were actually beneficial to me, And how to understand and gain that awareness of like oh that's not a productive return in my investment of my energy let's ship that over here and it took me a long time to get around with that but the more i gained the more i utilize support the faster that is and with joshua and i we really wanted to utilize our skills our experiences our understanding to help people to get to their goals quicker and so we're going to make it available in multiple different formats for whatever that's going to look like for people to be able to help them get to their goals quicker. And after this, um, once we get the course made and get that published and get the Guided Habit Builder Foundation for our business, we're going to start building up in our you know triangle of, of, of needs with it as well. And we're going to start creating um, punchy books around the Guided Habit around different core values, the Guided Habit of trusting yourself, the Guided Habit of remo- like releasing anxiety, the Guided Habit of, and we're going to have all these different little mini course people can also engage in, um, to be able to help them deepen and expand on whatever it is that they're wanting to, to release and activate in their life as well. Um, so the podcast where we have 10 episodes, it's on, uh, Spotify, it's on YouTube and it's on a lot of different other platforms as well. Um, and it's there's 10 episodes and it just starts from the beginning of our journey with pitch black beacon and helping people like hey we want to help people gain awareness and we talk a lot about like i think one episode we talk about uh which is my favorite episode I, i'm pretty sure it's episode three um mm-hmm. but coming out of the fear spectrum and into the love spectrum and i didn't realize that life was this fear and love spectrum where we're either doing something out of love or we're doing something out of fear and once i started gaining awareness out of oh, well, technically, that's a fear thing. Oh, well, technically, that's a fear thing. Oh, well, technically, that's a fear thing. How much, again, of my energy was in that fear spectrum. And it's been such a rewarding process to see people who have reached out to us, who have listened to our podcast, where it's like, you make me feel like I can take charge of my life and not have it be what it has been, not have the world happening to me, but actually start gaining control and 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 doing something more than I thought I was limited to and to see people respond to us in that way um, whether it's friends or strangers has been such a blessing so rewarding and it just makes all of this worth it so um but people are wanting to know where to start what's a good starting point you know listening to the podcast to get an understanding of who we are and uh and getting that guy to have a builder and not delaying there's always going to be a reason or an excuse to not start where our ego is designed to keep us safe and are familiar of what it wants for us based on what it's experienced up until now. And if you're wanting to activate and change your life into something different, your ego is going to find every excuse to pump the brakes. And so being able to have that awareness of like, oh, that's just my ego. It's trying to prevent me from growth. I'm going to get that book. I'm going to work through it. I can do this. So yeah, it's been a great journey. Good to see where it comes and have it impact people's lives. Help them activate their life. Everybody deserves JP to live their life to their
1: highest potential. Agreed. And so, my final question is where can people reach you?
0: Yeah. Um, pitch. If they go to pitchblackbeacon.com, um, it has our contact information. And if they ever have any questions, they can always reach us at pitchblackbeacon at gmail.com.
1: Amazing. We'll or know.
0: on social media, Facebook. We're on Facebook and Instagram as well.
1: What are, do you know the lakes off fan?
0: Uh, just if you search Pitchback Black
1: All right. So we're going to put all those links in the show notes. And Carly, I'm so grateful for your time today. Thank you so much.
0: Oh, thank you. This has been such a great adventure. Have a wonderful day, JP.
1: You too.